Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. And today, I'm so excited to have on Jay Wilkinson. Hey, Jay. Hey. What is up? So this is like small world shit, people. So Jay and I, Jay, the last time I saw you was what, two or three years ago on the set of Getting Younger. I was interviewing you for your role on season five. Three? I nailed it. I don't know. I've lost so I've lost so much track of time. I think it was three years ago, and I think it was three and four. I don't remember. Three and I four. was. You're right. I it was. was th- it was, I was three Hillary's third boyfriend. If that yes, makes sense, I think you were you were Hillary's boyfriend. Yeah. Who was writing the book. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Writing the book, and I think and that was. You were obsessed with yourself. Listen. All right. So they, you were typecasted. They, <laughs> you know what was so funny about that though? They actually wrote the dude. You know, the guy I played like really, really awesome. And in the sense of like, he wasn't, it was more about just like, he was really into what he did and her and everything. And then all of a sudden they were like, all right, I think we're going to break them up. Let's make him not to be that at all. <laughs> and just wrap it up. So in like one episode, I became a really self-absorbed jerk. Um, and then that was- oh, You really did, but, but Dan, you were so cute. It didn't even matter. You could have <laughs> oh, murder. If I were Kelsey, I wouldn't have cared. But yeah, so that's so the jealous. first time we met. That was the first time we met. Was that was. Time of getting younger, first of all, what, what is people's reaction when, you know, they, they click that you were on younger because the younger fan base is rabbit. Well, the, th- the great thing about the younger fan base is it is ever growing. It is never not growing. And it's, there'll be people I'll walk down the street or be somewhere today. And it, it could be someone I know, someone I don't know who will say, dude, I was watching the show last night. You were on the show. I was watching last night. I'm like, what show was that? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've done something. And they're like younger. I was like, oh, yeah, I was. And I'm so proud of it because it was it's such a great, fun, awesome, smart show. It really uh, is. I was, I was I so know. happy to get to do it. I know. I mean, and people, of course, ask me because because I host the after show, like what's going on. I honestly don't know. I know that my agents were like negotiating us doing another season of Getting Younger, but then the pandemic hit. And so now just everything's up in the air. So I like yeah. the truth is people don't believe me. The truth is I don't know what's going on. I <laughs> yeah. pray it's coming back as a fan. And I also pray as a person who has bills to pay that it comes back as well. But you know, I mean, 
no matter what happens, I loved being a part of that show. It was I cannot imagine that that show would not come back. And even I even read a rumor of something that they were thinking of doing another spinoff of it, too. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, Darren, Darren, I'm still thankful. <laughs> <laughs> Me but too. That, I'll do it. Right, I'll do you and I'll start I'll, I'll take CSI Miami. I mean, I'll do I'll, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I'll do Younger Miami, wherever they need to go. I'll, Colin could be here. I actually, oh my God, so funny. I actually, my parents live in Massachusetts and my dad's an eye surgeon. So he has his own private practice. <laughs> and they were like switching their phone lines over to this new complicated system. Like basically, Moral of the story, don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? So they end up going right. to the old system. But this tech guy who was coming in and working, he, my mom was like, this guy randomly brought up that him and his wife started watching Younger in quarantine and it's his new favorite show. And she was like, I don't know if he knew coming in that you hosted it and that like you were connected to us. She was like, it was so weird. And I met him and he was a fan super fan super fan but like you know like of course the straight guys are always like you know my wife watches it oh no <laughs> background it's like it's okay to be straight man and yeah, it was on the other day and i was by myself and i was cleaning the kitchen and it was just on and i kept it on for like eight seasons i don't know it's just you know it's what it was <laughs> but so that's how you and i originally met yeah. And now here we are because you have this incredible company. It's called Beast Brands. And yep. I, first of all, I didn't realize this, but Jay, so Jay is the epitome of diversifying the portfolio. And, you know, I'm obsessed with being an entrepreneur because I'm kind of brand new to this entrepreneurial spirit. You know, having okay. a podcast with Dear Media, I'm an entrepreneur. Having my own radio show, entrepreneur. Yeah. But I really fucking suck at it, Jay. So I'm gonna need you to come on. Any, anybody who's really good at it, I've come to realize, is actually mentally unstable <laughs> in a lot of ways of their life. Because there's some people who are just serial entrepreneurs. Yeah. And there's this level of instability within, with inside their brain that they all have. I've noticed. But it's, it's a good thing. It's a it's good instability. So true. It's so true. So we're going to be talking about a lot today, diversifying the portfolio, you know, being a business owner versus working for quote unquote, the man, how to build a brand and like taking a leap in yourself, especially right now, so much is going on because of the current world climate, you know, I mean, people are losing their jobs, jobs are just shifting in general. So I feel like this is, you know, Jay, I'm putting it all on you. Okay. You're the, I got it. And you're you're, you're, going to take us on this journey of how we can kind of, kind of put our own financial and career future in our own hands. Cause that's a really powerful thing to be able to do, especially right now. So acting for you is kind of this side hustle. It's the hobby yeah. and being an entrepreneur is the main gig. I did not know that. Absolutely. It is now. I mean, for a lot of years. So I, um, yeah, I was in New York and lived in New York for I think 14 years. And that was the main hustle. That was, that was my joy. That's, you know, and it's still a joy. I mean, I don't get me wrong. Well, I have, if someone called and offered me a job today, of course I would do it because it is one of the greatest things that I felt very privileged to be able to do. Um, lived in New York so many years, got to do, you know, check off a lot of, a lot of bucket list things. Got to do Broadway, got to do TV shows, did yes. some new, all that good stuff. So yeah, listen, I, I am the, it satisfied all of the, uh, the acting desires that I had. Um, so I'm very content with where, where I got with it. Um, that being said, like anybody in any life, and uh, if they say that they don't have other interests, they're lying or, you know, everyone has other interests as well. And everyone has other passions, whether that be writing, reading, art, retail, um, law, 
you know, whatever it may Mine's be. Mine's real estate. I always say if this real radio estate. thing, if I don't do it, like, I really should get my real estate license. And then You'd I don't know. You're amazing at it. Uh, thank you. I real- can already tell. I'll buy it. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. You'll buy you buy it? List it. I'll, I'll buy it. Sick. Okay, fine. And now I'm poof. I'm a real estate agent. Um, but there's a show on Netflix that came out that I started watching called Selling Sunset. And it's about yeah. all these women who sell these like fucking badass houses. Yep. And it just reaffirms, you know, the fact that I wanted to be in real estate. Like I've always joked, like I'm going to someday I'll be selling real estate, but I'm like, no, maybe I should just like really get my real estate license. Like, why not? It's not, not? It's a bad thing to have to be able to read contracts. Lord knows I could well, use- it's like anybody with a law degree too. It's like, right. My business partner, he, uh, he went to law school, was a lawyer for a couple of years. Doesn't do that anymore. I have another friend who's law. He's a hedge fund guy, but all, these law degrees were in real estate area. They work for so many different aspects of life. You know, it's, yep. it's, you're right. It's a totally great thing to have. It's um, a totally great thing to have. Yeah. But people do have so many passions. I mean, statistically, I've read an, I read an article years ago that said like the average American human will not just like change a job, change entire career paths, like three to four different times. And I th- here's the thing. Most people would view that as a problem. I think that is actually a necessity of life. And I think it is extremely healthy because I think it is challenging. I think it is inspiring. It is, it keeps us going and growing in different directions. And, you know, because I think and maybe in our parents' age, in our parents' lives, you know, that generation, they're still around, of course, but, you know, they all had this process of like, all right, you're going to pick what you're going to do and you're going to do it. And that's what you're going to do. And I actually had the good fortune of my dad, <laughs> whether it be intentional or not intentional, was a lot of different things. And at heart, he's an artist. He's a painter. And he's one, and I'm not saying this, he's one of the best painters I've ever seen. He paints in watercolors, his main media now, but, you know, but he also um, like did some stock market stuff and he did some like other weird things and growing up I didn't quite understand but also didn't need to understand but now looking back at it I'm like oh he was a creative he had all this inside of him but he also knew the necessity of being having and needing to do other things and so it's I think yeah I think to your point it's really healthy and I think it's and it's it's a good thing to be able to change it up so when sure. so when did you get involved with the entrepreneurial side of your you know yeah well, okay, so all right, so as an actor, it all it all roots back to like time in New York and being an actor starting out. And so what you do is you have to do something else. I of, yes. of course did your standard. I bartended. I waited tables. Yeah, but that was never something that I loved. Um, some people love it. They love the nightlife. I've always gone to bed early. Uh, oh, I still do. I can't stay up late. I'm just I'm a morning guy. Um, and so I'd always try to find day jobs, you know. And so most of that tended to revolve, but it, I didn't want it to be a desk job. Right. So most of that revolved around like usually retail and you know some sort of something, um, and so th- there was a series and a number of different really cool companies I worked for, and I realized during that process that I really was into branding and I was into marketing and I was into how people in a store decided what to put in their store and then decided how to sell it, and it was always really fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so. It, through different experiences, different jobs in that regard, I started to build a bit of a path for myself um, of knowledge and learning and, and ability. And so when it, I never set out to be an entrepreneur. Like I never said, oh, one day I want to have my own company. One day I want to do this. Yeah. And uh, that, that's not, that was never the plan. You know, being an entrepreneur, I kind of fell into it, but it is exhilarating. It's scary and it's 24-7, but yeah. it's 
exhilarating being an entrepreneur. But I think a lot of people just, they wind up entrepreneuring. And then once you're in it, then you meet other entrepreneurs and you learn tricks of the trade. And then it becomes like this whole new part of your brain that I've never used before. But I'm right. very, I'm very, very early stages of it. So I-, I Well, and, and don't you find too that with the exhilaration of it and with the excitement of it, it's all, it's, it's equally as stressful because you feel this amount, it's obviously all the pressures on you and all yeah. the pressures on you to make it succeed yes. to a point. And so it, it goes back to, I think, anyone else's life and especially during this time of COVID and quarantine where everyone has to remember, all right, you know what? Don't look down there. Look right here. Yep. Keep it a day at a time. Keep it. In, I mean, I've resorted to keep it at 10 minutes at a time in my house. I like that. You know, <laughs> but it's like, if you look too far, it's going to get overwhelming. But if you stay right here, you can take it one at a time. I go even like six months out. I start to have a mental breakdown. You can't do it. Don't even do it. I've got two kids and they're at home remote learning right now because they're back in school full time, but they're on computers. Huh. And my my wife is a teacher as well, so she's actually teaching remotely, and then we're working. So it's this unbelievable and unbelievable again. Very fortunate to have the means and be able to sit at home and yes. on a computer and learn. But yes, it, I it, the stresses right now are beyond the point of uh, of even being able to define. So it's everyone needs to keep it just right here. Yep. 10 minutes ahead and you'll be good. When you work for a company, you can get fired, right? When you, mm -hmm. when you work, when, when you're working like in entertainment, like we do, like it's very easy to get like, you know, a casting director just doesn't like you when they're, they're in charge right. of your fate. There's something yeah. incredible about being in charge of your own destiny. Yes. It's 24 mm seven. -hmm. Yes. You don't get weekends. Yes. It's all on your lap, but like you're the master of your own universe. And I also like America, the, the American dream was built on being an entrepreneur. To everyone also listening, I think there's a, I think there's also something super important. Also, people who do work for, I'm air quoting here, the man, that's okay too. Oh, that's and that, totally it, fine. It, you know what I mean? And there's, I, I always, you know, and I think there's, I, it, it, there's a great balance. And I think what, if you have a job, if you're able to work and you're wanting to work, wherever you're working is great. And it's like, I yes, think that, I, you know, I, 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 yeah, that, I just wanted to say that because I, it's not to be like, everyone quit your job now no, no, and no. go. No, 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 no. I want to be clear. Sirius fired me. Okay. They fired me. <laughs> So that's, yeah, I mean, no, the truth is I would have never left Sirius, yeah. but in getting fired, I found that they did me a huge favor, but let's get clear. Sometimes I miss being able to go to my job and walk away and come home and watch a fucking house. Okay. I'm like, I miss those days. So if you have a job with the man, I'm just being a jealous, bitter bitch over here. We're all in this together and everyone, yes. everything is awesome and it's going to yes. be okay. Yes. yes. Okay. So let's talk about how you got involved with Beast Brands. So you actually, yeah. rumor has it, you were actually in the commercial acting. So, okay. Yeah. So the way it all started was years ago, a common friend of me and my business partner, John, introduced us and introduced us on the basis of John had founded Beast. So John, my business partner, is the founder of Beast. He had founded it, and it was just early on. He was looking to start it out, and he had already done really well to gotten it to a certain point. But he was wanting to develop some new content, some new original media content around it. And our other, our common friend was like, "Oh, you're trying to do this? You should talk to Jay. Jay, blah 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 blah. He's my and so um, so we met via email and by phone, and decided to shoot this um, initial shower concept video together. And the fact that I'd been on Younger in a Speedo, he knew that I was not, I was, I would be okay with doing that. And so um, we literally joke, we say, we literally met in the shower. You uh, literally yeah, the met first, her. 
because he got there late and I was already in the shower doing part of this thing. And so literally he, I, the first time I ever shake his hand, if you can see it, I'm, I'm soaping wet and he's, and that's, that was it. And that was where the bells flew and the, and everything started ringing and we, uh, we hit it off and took it from there. Um, I have, I have no. to ask you, how do you prepare to be like in a speedo or a shower scene? Cause that it's takes awful. It is the worst. <laughs> I, I, uh, after the younger thing, when at least they knew, at least they gave us a heads up that we were shooting that thing because, you know, it's, it's not good. And like, at least for the shower thing, I was just wearing, you know, wearing my swimsuit and I just had my shirt off. But for the speedo thing, (laughs) I still, I still get a little shaky thinking about it because I had to walk down a hallway in this thing. There's tons of extras. It was ridiculous. (laughs) Um, there's no real preparation for it. Uh, yeah so anyway so john and i met that day really hit it off and the you know we'll we'll do this again someday you'll meet john and john and i are vastly different people but very very similar in a lot of ways too so it we really have this perfect working relationship because where he's strong i'm not as strong where he's not as strong i'm stronger but we have the same um alignment senses of humor way that we kind of like to move forward we, we're going in the same direction so that's um it, it's made it a really just joyous uh joyous experience so far beast actually started off as like a like specifically like a male yeah for absolutely it yeah it started as a men's skincare and grooming company yes and it, it actually was known at the time it's kind of still you still see it is like that but it was called tame the beast when yes. he first started it yes. yeah and then what happened was you guys started to notice that actually a lot of women were using the products, which is something that exactly. does happen. You know, yeah. I say as a woman, I, when it comes to grooming, I always tend to use like when I, you know, when I dated guys, I would use like boyfriend's products or, you know, my girlfriend and I steal like our dad's products now. So like yeah. there is, I mean, the, the grooming industry, it's the, the, the better products are just, they're geared towards men. I don't know why well, it is truth well i'll tell you what it is a lot of times though honestly like and so the way you know what we pride ourselves in is like we have a lot of all natural products a lot of natural ingredients um and you know what you'll find and there's this great article on it i'll send it to you after about how they call it the pink tax and you'll have two products that are the exact same product but if it's marketed towards women it is this much more expensive and for the men it's this much more less expensive and we make less and, money it's so unfair well, it's ridiculous it's oh absolutely ridiculous and so you know what we've always liked to uh, say that we are is we are a company that we care extremely about your skin we care extremely about you we care extremely about the earth but we don't take ourselves too seriously right. and you know we offer premium best quality we'll put it up against anybody's quality out there at an accessible price. So you don't have to, you don't have to break the bank to, uh, to have great product and use on your body. Uh, so that's kind of how we, that's how we roll these days. And the other thing too, that I love about you guys. So it's, it's gender neutral and also yep. it's great for families too. And you guys yeah, are very environmentally forward. So yeah. you're all about not having unnecessary waste. So like, it's something that you can buy. Like, that's a thing. Like, you know, my girlfriend has her products. I have my products, you know, it's like, I steal her products. She steal my products. We fight about that. But I feel with Beast, you can actually, it's like product for the whole family. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the idea. So, you know, where, so you'll still see, you know, anybody who listens to this, if they could check out our site, you'll, you'll even probably hear some people say, you know, oh, it still seems a bit more masculine. Well, that's, a, that's true. It probably does because, you know, we officially made the, the brand shift about a year and a half ago from okay. where we were a men's brand and decided, 
and opened up. And now where we are consider ourselves to be a unisex brand, we're, it was a, it's been a very slow, deliberate process to, because, you know, we didn't want to like flip the switch overnight. And, and then our current base was like, well, I don't understand. So, we, you know, we've done a very intentional shift. And, you know, last year within that shift, we brought on our third partner in the company. And that's yeah. Kelly O'Hara. Yeah. yeah. And Kelly is, for those listening, she's awesome. She's a U.S. Women's National Soccer Team, two-time World Cup, Olympic gold medalist, FIFA top 11 world player. Uh, one of my idols, uh, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but she's wonderful. And so Kelly, it, it's the two of us and Kelly on the full-time basis. And then we have a lot of awesome people um, that we work with as contractors within the company doing some stuff. But, um, you know, one thing that within that shift to becoming more of a unisex company, and, you know, we now have 40% of our customers are now women, which we love. And wow. we're still, we're trying to expand that. But we also made the eco shift, like you said. So like with Beast, and what we're trying to do is our industry, the shower and grooming industry is like yeah. the worst offender of plastics around. You know, yeah. every, if you look in your shower now, how many plastic bottles are there? How gross are At they? Least, oh, they're so gross. They're so, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're so gross. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I'm like, this has like one drop left. Why am I holding on to it? <laughs> but um, they're my, right now what I've had and, and, and what, what's in my shower right now, your product is about to go into my shower. Okay, good, you know, good. The product is in my shower. That's the gross product. It's like moldy. And I would say yeah. right now, I, pro I probably have seven different bottles in there. Right. So then, so, okay. So here's what we're trying to do. What we're trying to do, and it's actually really hard to do on a, on a quick basis because the entire industry is driven by it. Even, even the make suppliers and everything, how you work is just operated under plastic. And so last year we launched our Beast bottle. You probably, I, I think you, have, you yep. should have it. It's, it's the refillable, infinitely recyclable aluminum Beast bottle. And so we wanted to take the first step at reducing plastics. And so now we release those with our refill pouches. Yes, yes. yes. You have, so there's a lot of pouch action going on, which I yeah. love. And they're going to be more. Yeah. Yes. And so what that does is, yes, that is that pouch plastic? Absolutely. Yeah. But it is a lot less plastic than a plastic bottle. And so it was our first step in reducing. But our goal is by 2022 to be plastic free. Wow. So, yeah, ah! well, that, that's what we're trying to do. So we're already have a lot of projects that are happening and more launches this year. Like we just released our glass hand wash beast bottle, which is, yes. did I send you one of the, no, I didn't send you, I'll send you one. Um, so getting away from plastics where we can, it, there is some time and we're in development of some really cool things, but you know, we, our goal is by 2022 to be plastic free and just to be all eco and, That's um, incredible now. And this is an interesting thing too, is like having foresight when you run a business. So like how far out are you when it comes to running a business? You know, like you were saying, like when you guys started off, it was like you're yeah. focused towards a male demographic. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you started to realize that there are women now 40% of your business is female. You're yep. slowly, you know, shifting the branding from a very masculine POV mm -hmm. to a more like, you know, unisex. So it's like, how do you track those things out? Like, how do you, how do you it's pick it out? It's really hard because, you know, I, I think there's, there's, there's positives and there's negatives to being a smaller, younger company. So we're in our fifth full year now. This is our fifth year. And we, we, things have gone really well, you know, and it's grown swiftly and it's expanded. But within that, you, you're also, as a younger company, you're reactionary a bit too. So yes. you do, you have, of course you have a plan. But you're young, but you don't have you don't have billions and zillions of dollars like right. some of these big courts. So you have to do things on a smaller scale. So then your production costs are higher, your margins are less. Yep. And then you try to plan, but you can't plan 
you can't plan here because you don't have the money to plan here. Right. You're planning here, but you still have to have the vision up, up, of up here. And so we're just now hitting a point as a company and with enough customers that we are able to now really plan ahead and say, okay, if we're going to do this, we need to do this now. Um, and, you know, on the shift from a male brand to now opening up the brand, you know, money becomes a huge thing because the packaging and your, your bottles, your, I'm looking, you keep see me looking this way. I'm looking at our product on shelf. Everything is something. And so if you're going to order soap boxes, you have to order 10,000 of them. Ew, you know? God, God. I know I have a, I, I had merch, honey. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. It, I know. Honestly, I'm pretty sure I lost money. And it sold. But like, it, I am telling you guys, like, retail product, it is like, I have such a deep, profound respect for it because it is, like, it is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. And then you look at then, so then other factors come in as a company, like, okay, um, do we want to make all of our products in the U.S.? Yes, we do. So then there's that whole thing. And, and so also, is that cheaper? Like, Absolutely not. I was going to say, round of applause <laughs> for that. Because a lot of companies don't do that. And they're doing it, you know, it's not good for their workers. It's not good for our country. And it is more expensive to be in the U.S. So thank you for that. Because that's... Well, it is. You know, it, we, we try to produce all of our formulas here. Now, now, granted, of course, is there a component of something here and there? that come, yes. yes. But uh, ideally, it's just it's just what it is. You know, but like all of our formulas and all of our stuff is all made here and we're really proud of that and uh it's it's uh it's something that is very possible doesn't it smell good it smells so good i'm just sitting here oh. smelling product people Don't <laughs> <mind me. laughs> and i can that's right i can see her you guys can't uh, but uh but yeah so it, it's a it's a it's a big challenge it's a lot of fun and uh we, things are going really great so far so right now i'm looking at the everyone wash so tell me about yes. the everyone wash so our Everyone Wash is an award-winning, no, it actually is. Okay, so the Everyone Wash, um, we're very proud of it, won the Men's Health Best Body Wash Award this year, 2020. Damn! Yeah, so we're really excited about that. And that product was the very first product mm. that we actually developed, as it says, for, we call it the wash for everyone. And that was what it was developed for. You, me, my kids, your kid, whoever it may be, it is a really awesome wonderful formula gentle on the skin light citrus scent um it'll That's work for incredible every it, it works for everybody um it's I, and yeah i have to tell you too when it comes like i know we we're talking about the pink tax earlier yeah female um basically like uh you know what grooming products and, and mm -hmm. grooming lines but also i don't know what happened to the shampoo industry mm -hmm. but that shit smells bad okay <laughs> i am telling you like some of the shampoos i grew up with like it, you know for whatever reason they all change their formulas you know i don't want to call this out but i'm going to is that okay with you if i call it a do brand it. okay do it hand team pro v what are you doing to us <laughs> they literally i mean yes they hired selena gomez as a spokesperson i love her so that so you know i always will love selena but they took one of their like comforting formulas and they completely changed the scent and like it just felt like it happened with snap of finger overnight That's interesting or it didn't but like something happened with the female grooming industry where everything went from maybe like a like like a more of like a shampooy like maybe like kind of like a fruit forward smell to like a really sugar forward smell like like uh, a like candy yeah you know, yeah i don't know who started it but like as a woman i'm here to say me no likey and so, <laughs> i mean i was really struggling for a long time finding a shampoo you know what the yeah. problem is 
it's either you've got like shampoo and conditioner that is like absolutely no smell and a gajillion dollars, or you've got the stuff that's affordable, but it all smells like, I don't know, like, like a lollipop. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. since really interesting and as as what we do it's been actually a lot of fun to figure like what we, so our sense so talk about our sense what we are have been known for is like we like a lot of sense you can feel like a, there's been a lot of tingle in our products up to this point like yes. whether the shampoo is literally called the tingle shampoo um, eucalyptus right that yeah eucalyptus called- and it really really stimulates your scalp and it feels great but to that point it's not for everybody um and so the everyone wash, which also can be used as a shampoo, is really killer. But we're actually also developing another shampoo, like a moisturizing shampoo, specifically for women with longer hair. And you know, a lot of women like Kelly loves the shampoo, but a lot of people don't like the shampoo. The women don't like the shampoo because the eucalyptus. Some people don't like the eucalyptus. Um, but uh, it, it's wonderful, and I, I get what you. I totally agree with what you're saying. But scent is such a weird phenomenon for us all because what like my wife and I we have commonalities and things that we like but something I will love she will despise and it's not even and and what she says she smells out of it has nothing to do with what I say I smell out of it you know and so it is interesting especially now that we you know COVID and you can't really smell anything and it messes with your smell (laughs) but I mean all the different faculties and what our noses pick up um, it's quite interesting as people and also scent just in general. And like, it, 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 there's no other sense like that we have out of our senses as human beings that can like transport you back to a memory so swiftly, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. it really is. So sense incredibly important. And the yeah. fact that you guys are, I mean, it's just, it's just incredibly pleasant. That's Good. the word I can use. It smells clean. It doesn't smell too masculine. It doesn't smell too sugary. It just smells fresh. Yeah. And it's going to, and that's what the the intent of it is whatever product product you're using, it does its job in the shower, but also doesn't linger afterwards. So you're not going to, you're not going to be walking down the street and like it just biting you in the nose. You know, like there's some things that you can use and you just smell it all day after on your skin or in your, and ours doesn't do that. It just, it does its job in the shower and then you get to go about your day. As we always like to say, we used to say a lot, uh, you know, our, our beast, the beast shower routine and regimen kind of arms you for your day and gets you ready to, go and attack the world. So yeah, I really appreciate that. I have been known to fire interns because of the way that they smell. <laughs> and I don't mean body odor. I don't mean like, did they that. get a warning first? Like, do you mind not wearing that smell anymore? Uh, or did you oh, just come in and be like, no, off with I'm head. a coward. Cause I'm a coward, Jay. <laughs> I had this intern when I was at Sirius actually. And she wore so much perfume and literally I would get a migraine from it. And I literally said, like, she can't be in the studio anymore because she's, I'm, she's killing me. But for some reason I could never like get the, this, this makes me like a weak loser. I could never get the courage to be like, Hey, your perfume, like it, it's so Did you just not wear it today. <laughs> we should just fire her. That's how we should handle it. I'm a bad person. We're finding out that I'm a bad person. <laughs> no, it was a good, it, it's a good learning lesson for an intern at some point, just to lose your job because of the way yeah, you smell. Right? But no, I mean, mouths can be so offensive. So it they really can. is yeah. important. But doesn't it, it doesn't, it, it, but it's like anything, right? I, I, if you see something that it smells obviously terrible, or you see someone doing something that's kind of, and I'm not, I'm not meaning this to call out smokers at all, but like when I see someone, you know, I used to smoke every now and then, 
Look, but when yeah, I see someone, we're in the same boat. So did I. Well, we'll yeah. end up like you know, it's it's truly terrible. Well, well, when I see someone smoking now, I'm like, oh, what? I'm so confused. Like I don't judge. I'm just I get so confused by the process. You know, I'm like, why are you, why are you making that choice? I we know. need. Can we go talk? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Also, did you guys decide to like? make this more of a unisex brand so women would stop stealing men's products because I feel like that's what we do, right? Literally. Well, that's what you, you know, and that is obviously as a men's company, that was the initial way into a woman's heart, you know, is it, but you know, I mean, we, what we realized was, you know, as a brand and what we, what we want to do socially as well and what we're trying to do for the earth and to make an impact and really make a change, we, we need everybody that we can involved as well. And so I think that that shouldn't just be, uh, we were like, you know, men shouldn't just be the ones in our brand. Everyone should be part of this. And what we always like to say was, you know, beast better for all other be beasts of all kinds. You know, we use yeah. the word beast a lot. So it's, we're all on this together. We're beasts of all kinds. There's a beast inside everybody. Sometimes you know, I and smell like a beast and I need to shower. With <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's exactly that. And you know, what we've tried to articulate by what beast represents, you know, cause I think, I think a lot of women would see the name beast and be like, Oh, that's a men's brand because totally. of the, name, the word. Yeah. But it, it, you know, what we want to really try to articulate is that what beast represents is there's the beast inside everyone is just everyone wanting to maximize life's enjoyment and okay. get the most out of life and do it in the best way possible and be better for themselves, their family, their friends, the earth. Um, and that's what the beast is. Uh, it's not, it's not just some sort of like hairy dude who, uh, needs to take a shower. Uh, I don't know what's been going on in quarantine. I, I used to never like, I could like go without wearing deodorant and still not have BO. I have, there is a beast inside of me and she's coming out now in this quarantine. I'm like, I think it, I must, maybe it's like anxiety or my hormones have shifted, but like, I am like, I can be right during quarantine. <laughs> so I can attest to the fact that there's, are, there are beasts inside of men and women and, and women. children. Children definitely have little beasts inside of them. Dude, my daughter is seven and she, I mean, it's unbelievable. My wife and I just look at each other and just laugh. We're like, how can she smell that bad? I don't quite understand it. But yeah, no, well, like bringing, you know, talking about beasts and men and women, like, you know, when Kelly, when we decided we wanted, you know, we wanted someone else to be in part of this company and help us make this change, you yeah. know, and really open up the brand. And so, you know, one day we were, John and I were talking about who and, and he came up, he, he mentioned a couple of things. And then I said, well, we talked about soccer, soccer came up and the U S women's national team had just won the world cup yes. again, yes. you know? And it was just like, and then I, I, I was on a plane actually. And I emailed John right back and said, Kelly O'Hara, that is exactly who we have to get. She is the, she is just the epitome of, and first of all, I didn't know her at all. I just have always admired her. She's always been my favorite soccer player. And so I said, but she represents what we're, what we as a company represent. Look at her on the field. Look at her yeah. as a human, what she represents just socially and how, how she's just such a wonderfully layered human being that also I got to meet her. Now I've known her for a long time and she has floored any expectation I had of her as a human. Um, and she is better. I mean, she is far superior to anything that I'd even expected and hoped for. So we could have gotten luckier getting her to be, part of this company and um you know she's actively involved every day and and so yeah i mean i love I mean, my sister growing up she was like her nickname was the beast on the field hockey you know from field hockey i feel like i i can beast maybe to some is like 
oh, a beast, you know, like, but I, I think it's a, it's, it's like a bad bitch. It's a boss bitch. Like a, to be a beast is a compliment in my book. Like, you know, I, I want to be a beast yeah. in podcasting. I want to be a beast in radio. You I are. That's why we're talking. You are the beast. You are the beast. I'm the beast. Did you see, did you see the code, by the way? Did you yeah. see the code I created Tay -tay for you? beast. I thought it was great. It had to be Tay-Tay beast. I love that. I, when I saw it, I was like, that was Jay. Because only people that truly know me call me Tay-Tay. I knew that was you. I love it. When I see somebody call me Tay-Tay, it warms my heart like nobody's business. Um, so, you know, I'm also really curious in, like you were saying, you're like a newer company, five years. I mean, you're established, yeah. but still growing. Yeah. yeah. What is the most important thing in terms of survival to a company like currently? Is it social media? Is it like marketing and branding? Where, like, where's the sweet spot? So, okay. It, that's a really cool question. And I think where it is as a company is where we found is there are so many changes happening right now. Yes. Uh, is, is the the quickest and easiest way, especially now that we've all been at home for so long, is the easiest way. Yes, it is getting on your phone, it is social media. That is the easiest way to get in front of the mass number of people. Uh, people aren't really watching a ton of cable TV, I don't think, as much They're as they not. are streaming. Yes. So streaming is, an, we haven't actually begun that, but streaming um, podcasts, people are wanting no. to listen to a lot more stuff. So yep. therefore, you know, podcasts are a wonderful way to advertise your company. Um, and then there's, then there's the old standards like billboards and mailers. Um, one thing that we like to do, and I think there's a, is, is partnerships in the regards to like other companies that aren't even in your space. Uh, but trying to do some really cool partnerships with people to get kind of a co, um, like you, their, your customer gets to know them, their customer gets to know you. Yep. Um, but it, it social media is, it, I would say right now is still the main source of advertising. And getting and getting eyes on you, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. That's something that I have to admit I really struggle with is like marketing and social media. It's not because you know when I was at Sirius, they just kind of did it for everybody. Yeah. And, and, and I will always admit that like that that my weak spot in my career in my business is my fucking Instagram. Ah, it drives me crazy. <laughs> I can't figure it out. But I'm like actively trying to learn because social media it's so interesting because whether we like it social media is here to stay social media it is. is you know it's it's almost like if people were i don't know i'm i'm not great with history but like what in the 1930s if they were like this thing called television that's coming it's crazy it's never gonna last you know? <laughs> because that's what so i mean social media it's kind of like I mean, it started off with radio, right? So yep. I'll start off with vaudeville. <laughs> but then it really, you know, radio is one of the oldest forms and podcasting, radio, audio, the oldest forms of entertainment. But then it really, you know, video killed the radio star. So like yep. video came in and it was like this whole entity and it has been king for many, many decades. But now we're moving to a space where main, yeah, cable TV, they are scared and threatened by yeah. not just streaming, but by fucking TikTok and Instagram. And it's kind of exciting as somebody who's in the entertainment space. Yeah. Because I feel like it's taking the power away from like these big conglomerates and it's giving it to creators and content yeah. people and, and also consumers, you know? Yeah. It's matching them right up. There's not, they're, they're cutting up the middleman. And it's something that, you know, I think that not, not only is it, you know, is it like a flash in the pan? It's here to stay. It's not going away. So do you well, think you know, it, is a critical part of your business? 
Well, I did. And here's, and here's another layer to that. You know, yes, it is now the wild west of advertising and it marketing and, and diversifying what you're trying to do because it all comes back to money, right? So if you don't have yeah. money to do it, how are you going to spread the word? So then yeah. you still, it, it, what we still maintain as a brand is that you want to have, not only do you want to, of course, have an amazing product, you want to be purchasing an amazing product and really love your product. You also want to have a wonderful brand experience, yeah. but also make it simple and clear and clean and not a hassle. And so, you know, we could make the be we could literally make the best soap on the planet, but it would not matter if we did not have a fun experience and we had a really shitty uh, operating platform. And so it's really all of that combined because, you know, the two stats to that social media thing were like, you know, it takes the average person at least eight exposures to really kind of want to delve into a brand. No. So, yeah. So it's like if you see so if you saw a beast like on your social and then you saw heard it on a radio and then you saw it on TV and then you saw it a few more times, maybe around that seventh or eighth time, you'd really start to put more of a thought into that brand that you've seen, especially if that marketing was good. Right. And, you know, now with our uh, us being older older veterans now in the world and uh, the younger the younger kids these days these tiktokers they, um, these TikTokers yeah head, my you head know, my body what's really funny is there's there's basically with those guys there's like a really short six second attention span window and it, and it's all because of like you know the flipping through but that six seconds is like this unbelievably in tune six seconds so if you could create like a six second grab and then do something, you got it. They'll at least there's an interest there. And so it's, it's fun, man. It's, it's, it's stressful and it's overwhelming, but we're having a lot of fun because listen, yeah, we are a skincare, you know, specializes in the shower. We're full line, yeah, but we yeah. also like to, we like to consider ourselves a partly an entertainment business company as well, yeah. because you, you, we, you, we want to have a lot of fun. We want you to have a lot of fun. And I think everybody these days needs to have a lot of fun and have a laugh. So um, nothing worse is than, you know, you come to a brand that you really like and you're kind of taught some serious thing about how wonderful the ingredients are and like all that kind of, yes, you need to know the ingredients are wonderful, but you can also have fun talking about it. So exactly. Just cause like you can do good for the world. You can make good products. You can, you know, make products that are socially conscious but also at the same time you can still have fun i think have fun doing is it the most important part of everything it's the only thing i mean it's like really i mean yes it's good to cry yell hit all that stuff but it, you know laughter we we enjoy the most and i think it's going to make us live longer if we can we'll laugh a little bit more well you make me laugh all the time and i, oh, I simply adore you and i'm so happy our paths have crossed again because me too. I mean, I had the best time with you ever on Getting Younger, ever. That was so fun. Who, I forgot who, there was so, I, I like, even before that, I went on your radio show and I had, that was, I had the best day that day. Oh, that, and, well, yeah, you got to come to, when I was at Sirius. Yeah, I came to that and I had a blast doing that. I was like, ooh, I just want to do this every day now with Taylor. And then I got <laughs> to do the night show with you. And then I forgot who was on there with me that night. It was, uh, she was a social, she was on social as well. Wait, um, was it, wait, was it? was a girl with a job yes girl with no yes, job yes oh my god that's right because yes. sometimes it's hard for me to remember who was paired up with who yeah. oh girl I, claudia is one of my like best friends i adore her yeah. she's so fucking fun. and i mean so funny and so fun i was just in awe of you guys and it's just so fun to sit there and listen to just really smart funny people talk and uh who are really good at their job so i i could do this all day
Oh my God. Well, come play with me. Let's, let's play radio whenever you want. I love Bring it. Wide open. Okay, good. <laughs> well, Jay, thank you so much for joining me. And you guys, if you haven't checked out Beast, you've got to check it out. Jay, where can everybody go to get yeah. more information on the product? If you're listening, first of all, thank you for listening. Um, and uh, come along for the ride. We're trying to do some pretty amazing things. I think you'll love the product. I know you'll love the product. Yes. Um, and you'll, ha you'll have a lot of fun doing so. But yeah, you can visit us at getbeast.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-A-S-T.com. And uh, I think there's a little discount code there if you uh, at checkout if you use Tay-Tay Beast. Right? Because yeah. yeah. nobody's a bigger beast than Tay-Tay. <laughs> no, there's, no, there's not. The podcast beast of all, Tay-Tay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's T-A-Y-T-A-Y-B-E-A-S-T. -T -E yes. Uh, for I think it's yeah, for a nice discount at checkout. So. Yeah. Jay, thank you so much for joining me. And also thank you for sharing your tips and tricks. I really think that it's important right now for people to know that they can kind of chase these dreams that they have yeah. and, and accomplish these things and be in control of their own destiny. And I love, I mean, I'm, I'm still fresh to this. I mean, my radio show now is three years old. Yeah. I've been with Dear Media officially like a little over a year. So I'm like still a baby brand, you know, mm -hmm. if you will. But learning about all this stuff is just fascinating, especially right now with the way, like you said, like old advertising is getting completely shaken up. Like before you didn't have a chance, you couldn't, you had a hope in hell unless you had multi-million dollars and yeah. like major investors and backers. And now you can literally take something that you love, that's your passion, and you have a very good fighting chance of making it into a viable business. I feel absolutely. Like it's absolutely. the wild, wild west, which is scary, but it's also exciting. Well, and I think to your point, really, you know, and one thing, a last thing I'll say is that, you know, for me as an actor, I even though I, I was I had some very good, very good luck, and I was very, you know, I I was really grateful for all the jobs I got, but it was still so up and down, and even like at the end of it all, like towards the end of my not my career at acting because I'm still doing it when I can, but yes. it. It, 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 it makes you do, and like, there's a lot of people now who maybe lost their job and there's a lot of people who are having to change their life and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be okay. And it's, it's going to be great and keep your head up and keep moving forward. And, um, you know, we'll all get through everything. And, uh, and I think that's the key. And I think there's beasts in everybody and use that beast and keep going. Now's the time to evoke the beast. Now's the time for the beast in all of us, um, yes. Also, speaking of um, amazing beastly things, will we see your gorgeous beastly body in the shower again anytime soon? Oh, I am trying to get rid of Jay in the shower. Come on, Jay! Listen, okay, there's, a, there's something called... heaven! There, <laughs> there is something called consumer exhaustion. No! And if you see Jay in the shower too much, oh. it is not wanted anymore. So, uh, <laughs> we have, no, we have much more talented uh, people uh, who are going to be in the showers probably moving forward. I'm more behind the scenes now, but uh, I get to do fun things like this. So, uh, I, I mean, yes, we, you know, me, Kelly and John are, we've done like a fun little series of videos we're going to be putting out. There'll, there'll still be video content that we'll do and I'll do, but um, I, I might not be in the shower too much. We'll see. Just one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Just take your shirt off now. One more Spice. time. <laughs> That's right. The podcast, no one can see. It's off. It's off. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys don't forget, uh, you can go right now to uh, getbeast.com and use my code TayTay, T-A-Y-T-A-Y, Beast at checkout and save 20%. You're going to love the product. Not only is it just great product itself, it is great for the entire family. It's great for you. It's great for him. It's great for the kiddos. And also, 
so environmentally sound. You know, it's the do your part, lessen your footprint on this world. It's so important. I mean, the plastic, it's motherfucking out of control. And you guys are some of the only people in this industry who are really taking steps to make massive changes. Well, we're trying and it's going to be a process, but we can all do it. And we're going to, we're going to keep making bigger steps. And uh, I think we, we need the help of everybody. So. Well, I'm here to help, and so is everybody else. Jay, thank you so much for your time. You are the best. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you for having me. And you guys, that's it for us this week. Uh, Make sure to tune in next week for another amazing podcast. Until then, bye, girl, bye.